And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much, the legendary John Bon Jovial. So glad to have you with us here this week. Hey, listen closely. Listen closely now. Listen, listen. I'm you hear that? that? You hear that? That's the yeah, sound of one Simon hand clapping. The sounds that, of silence. That's the sound of one hand clapping. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, glad I, 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 to have you, our listeners here, because if not for you, we would just be, you know, talking inanely between us and just totally wasting time. Instead, we'd rather come in here and waste your time, and we're going to waste it with some good music because we've got an interesting show today a little bit different concept than what we normally do. But first, remember, above all else, it's the music and the people who make it that count. And here is Sam Felt featuring Kate Ryan with a thing called Gold. In the shell, the water's fine. Don't want to leave. The old behind If it's not now Give it time Everybody has to Cross the line Thoughts and prayers Are not enough It's battle scars That make us tough Bend the wood Build the ship Say farewell With a widow's kiss Come with me darling Let's go Beneath another sky Where every story 
Featuring Kate Ryan, and uh, that song was actually released about oh I don't know three four weeks ago, and so it's not totally new, but it's not getting a lot of airplay in the states yet. I think you're going to hear more of it, and I was really intrigued. It's a nice danceable sound. It's got a catchy lyric, and it, it, it's really I think a listenable sound. Now Sam Felt is a Dutch DJ. This, this uh, track comes from the Netherlands. He's a DJ, deep house producer and an entrepreneur from Boxtel and currently resides in Amsterdam. Kate Ryan is a Belgian singer and songwriter and winner of a World Music Award. So she's not unknown in the world music scene, although she's lesser known here in the States. She began her singing career back in 2001 and later found fame with a string of dance hits. So uh, again, I think that's something you might be hearing more of in the near future. What say you, John Bon Jovial? It's a unique song in that I like the mixture of acoustic blended with techno funk, if you will. The sound that she produces is really nice. The, The girl's got a good voice. She's got a great voice. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that, I mean, anybody that's been listening to this show long enough will know that I have definitely expressed my negative opinions towards um, synthesizing and auto-tune and things of that nature. I detected a little bit of auto-tune in it, but oh, yeah. I think that the use of it was so subtle that it really it enhanced instead of degrading and taking away and yeah, I so think what you're, I think what you're what you're saying is what I'm thinking and and that is it's used as a gimmick as opposed to a crutch it's used to create an effect as opposed to support somebody who can't exactly sing. yeah that is exactly right and I tell you what uh, if this isn't getting any airplay in the states then there's something wrong with the powers that be that control the music. Well, there has been for years, but that's a totally oh, that's different true. subject <laughs> altogether. You know, when the consultants come marching in, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good song. I, I really liked it. Of course, you know, when you told me that we were going to be playing a song called Gold, my immediate reaction was John Stewart right. and Stevie Nicks from 1978, uh, right, yeah. which I thought maybe this is a cover of it, but, of course, it has nothing to do with it. Nowhere near. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, I knew I knew that thought would cross your mind because after all these years, we do have a tendency to think in the same channels every now and then. So uh, well, it it's been 45 me. years. You and I have been playing radio together. I would think that we probably can read each other's thoughts by now. Yeah, either intentionally <laughs> or accidentally. It just sort of comes naturally. Yeah, and that's, that's the scary part. <laughs> and it's uh, it, it's it's also remember it is a uh, European release and uh, it often takes longer for these uh, tunes to make it to the states and of course not all your uh, not all your music programmers here in the states are as uh, arcane as I am and go digging around for music from around the world which which I do I look I look for good unique sounds. 
things that I think people would enjoy rather than just, uh, you know, a name or a specific artist or style or country. And uh, we've had artists on here from all over the world. And I continue to look for the, the, the good artists, regardless of where they're from. I love being able to share new music with listeners and giving you all something that uh, you might not otherwise have heard. We've got a couple of guests if, that are know, going to if, give us. Yeah we, yeah, we do. But if you haven't done it yet, I would really like to see you reach out to these two because I'd like to get them on the show. I want to hear more of their music. I, I think that this is something that really goes in the right direction. It's got a lot of commercial implications, positive implications for these people, but the word has to be gotten out about them. And it's got, it's got a commercial sound that isn't purely commercial. It's a good listenable music sound. It's not just commercial music for the sake of commercial music, you know, formula music or anything like that. So, uh, they're not, yeah, air, they're not air supply. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get some letters on that one. I can I can hear the email box clicking already. Speaking of uh, unique sounds yeah. <laughs> from uh, from various places, we've got a uh, we've got a unique show today. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, here on the David Bowers Awards, uh, which is uh, you know it's the only show that's always an award show. And this is the time that's an award season, so you can really appreciate having one more award show. And we make oh, every absolutely. show an award show, which means that all of our guests are instant award winners. No voting, nominating, or politicking or anything. And uh, we've got a couple today that I consider serious winners because we're doing something a little different. Instead of having a couple of guests, or sometimes we feature a specific, a singular guest with a new album or something, Today we have a guest, well actually two guests, but the uh, the man in responsible for it uh, actually has two groups that he works with and creates music with, and they are a bit different in their scope and, and style of music. One of them is goth music, and before you go, don't run away yet now, when I say goth, uh, you might be surprised because... One of the reasons I chose this artist and this music is because I have found it's a very accessible form of goth. It's not a turnoff, but yet it's true to its roots. And you'll find out what I mean when, when we play some of the music. And then the, we have the other group that he is with, which is really hard to encapsulate and put a label on. So we're gonna. So I'm gonna cop out and let him put the label on it. I'm not gonna try to explain what it is. But again, it's a uh, it's a slightly different type of music, but it is very accessible rock music. I think you're really going to enjoy it, John. You have something to add? Just you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and I let you have the mic. I'm sorry. That. I couldn't help it. I, I'll 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 leave now. Let me let me let me check the green room and make sure our guests are still sitting in there waiting. They may be leaving after that. I, hey, I'm the one with the bad puns here. You're supposed to be the sense of sanity and reason and logic. Wow. Oh, that was bad. You've been Woo. so misled all your life. <laughs> or at least the last 45 years or so. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring you two groups. One is called... Uh, Let's make sure I get these right here now. Within Gothic Towers, 
And the other group is Dream Aria. We have Don Stagg, the uh, brains behind the uh, two groups. And we have Ann Burston standing by, who sings with one of the groups. And we're going to get to them right after we get to this, the first track from the group. It's called Pandora's Box. Pandora's Box, and that is by a group who call themselves Dream Aria, and first we're going to bring on the gentleman who created the entire concept. Ladies and gentlemen, I would please welcome with us this afternoon, Don Stagg. Hello, Don. Hi there. How are you doing? Glad to be on with you today. I'm doing well. How are you guys? 
Oh, so glad to have you with us, uh, especially with uh, some of the music you created and to have you come in and share it, explain it, and talk to us about, uh, you know, the origin, how you came up with the concepts and everything. Uh, just great to have you here with us. And Anne will be joining us in just a moment. I want to talk to her also. But first, if you would, give us a little background on the group Dream Aria and your concept with them. Well, actually, we've been together now for 15 years, and uh, we've got four CDs, and the concept behind it was about uh, 16, 17 years ago, I thought about putting a band together that would be a rock opera band, and uh, I I hired two uh, opera singers, and uh, after a year, they decided to leave, so I put a note out on the internet looking for... uh, female lead singer and and responded to it that's uh, that's basically how it started interesting interesting and you have you have spent uh, that period of time since uh, developing this this whole concept i uh, tell us a little how many albums do you have out now there's four four cds and we're working on our fifth and what are the names of the four that are already out so that uh, our listeners can get more more familiar with your work? Our first CD was called In the Wake. Our second CD was Transcend. Our third was Fallen Angel. And our last CD that came out last year was called On the Other Side. Uh-huh. And you have uh, you have a uh, timetable about when the next album will be ready, the next CD? No, we're we're taking our time on that. We're not really sure. Understandable. I just uh, mm-hmm. I, I like to uh, I like to make uh, liner notes here so that I know when to get back to people and tell them, hey, wait a minute, you got some new music coming out. We want you to come back on the show and and share with us. So keep us in mind, if you would, please. Uh, okay, great. Definitely. Great. We we have a thing here on the David Bowers Awards where once you're on the show. You're part of our family. We've always got a place for you. We always want to hear your new music. We'd love to be able to follow you, stay in touch, and, and see how your your careers and your music are progressing, where you're going. And uh, so, like I said, you become part of our family, and uh, we do always want to hear from you, and we always have an open door for you to come back with new music and share it with our listeners. We're going to bring in now, if we can, uh, Anne Burston, the singer on the song that you just heard, and uh, the, the one you're going to hear again, or next in a few minutes here. Anne, come on in and say hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. Just fine. Glad to have you here with us today. Oh, thank you. Tell, yeah, thank you for having tell, me. Oh, our pleasure. Tell us now, this had to be a little bit of a, uh, what do I want to say, maybe not a surprise, but it might have been a little bit unexpected uh, when Don came to you with this concept. What did you think when he hit you with it? Well, actually, uh, I was in um, a couple of cover bands at the time, and I wasn't uh, overly happy with singing unoriginal music anymore. I wanted to get out there with something more creative, so I thought, well, I'll put an ad out. Uh, for you know, basically just singer for hire, whether it be just recording as like a one-time thing on people's CDs or collaborating or just you know just putting my feelers out there to see what would happen. And uh, lo and behold, uh, I actually put some add-on on a musician's website, I believe. And uh, not too long after that, Don contacted me 
And he asked if I would like to hear some of his music, and he said, you know, it's very different, very unique. And I thought, oh, I've heard that before, but okay. <laughs> and I was really excited because I just, yeah, I, I right away had a, a very good feeling. I thought, you know what, I think this is really going to be something different. And he emailed me, I think, uh, I don't know, about three different tracks. And it was the other female singers were singing on the track, so I got a really good idea of what they were looking for. And I really did agree with him that it was something quite different and unique and I right away was really fascinated by the music. I thought it was very, you know, theatrical, sort of dreamlike, fantasy like and just different. I hadn't heard a lot of vocal um of or, sorry, female vocals singing along with the kind of music he was doing. So I agreed. I said, Oh hey, yeah, I I'm in and I thought, well, hopefully I can add something a little different um, and something good that they like. You know, I really had no idea how I would manage because it was something so new and different for me. But, uh, you know, they brought me in. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's quite all right. They, uh, I was going to say, it is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, it really is. So I was uh, definitely 100% in, and so they brought me into the studio to meet uh, Gary, and I'm sure we'll talk about Gary some more, but <laughs> he uh, played me a couple of tracks with no vocals at that point, a few newer things. And I thought, oh, wow, this is really, really cool. And I right away had ideas for a little bit of lyric bits and pieces and also some vocal possibilities, some vocal ideas. So they asked me, well, you know, just go upstairs. They had a little sort of a booth spot upstairs in Gary's house. They said, you know, go up and just sing anything to see what comes out. So I did, and I just... they let me have free reign of my whole vocal range and all the different kinds of voices I like to use. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there and then they can pick and choose what they like, or maybe they won't like any of it. But uh, well, they were, yeah. It sounds <laughs> like you they, guys, they were happy. <laughs> yes. It sounds like you two guys came together and, and uh, <laughs> you know, Don's, Don's vision and your, your feeling about what you wanted to do, even maybe mm-hmm. uh, to a degree that was, you didn't even know for sure what you wanted to do, but it, it sounds like they came together mm-hmm. and melted very well at uh, perhaps just the right moment. John, you had something you'd like to toss in. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to mention, I, you know, this was the first time that I got to listen to the song. Uh, David will purposely uh, keep me from the song so he can get an honest opinion, an immediate opinion. And in listening to Pandora's Box, you know, you, you kind of, you stole one of the words from me, theatrical. And I yeah. really like the concept of that. But to me, the song was kind of a, a meld, if you will, of, um, of, you know, the Alan Parsons project meets the more ethereal uh, aspects of uh, Pink Floyd, uh, meets some of the dream state of Jerry Rafferty. And uh, I just was really taken uh, with oh, this good. song. I, I would not have guessed for a second that this was a, a, a I hate to even say it in, in, in quotes, it's such an overused expression, but for lack of better words, uh, a goth type of song. I, I, if, if, if that mm-hmm. thought had not been put in my head, I would have just listened to this as thinking to myself, well, this is kind of, you know, something to, you know, sit back and listen to with headphones on either enhanced or not. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and enjoy. And I, I like the originality of it. And I, I really think that you have, uh, 
you and Don have done a nice job with this, and the the lending of your vocals and the way that it's produced, I think uh, it, it 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 really completes the package. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and you're right; it is definitely a, a meld, as you say, a melting pot. Uh, all kinds of different uh, nuances and styles. You know, there's some progressive rock, and there's definitely some goth. Uh, I do hear that sort of Pink Floyd. You know, the, that's what I mean by the dreamy ethereal. It's definitely in there. There's a lot of ambient stuff going on, a lot of soundscape, uh, so you know, a lot of different keyboard sounds. So yeah, that that's all in there for sure. And again, they let me use different voices. So even within the one song, I was using sort of a more uh, come hither kind of gothic uh, vocal style. But in the there's like a call and answer, and in the answer part, it's more of an angelic sort of theatrical. Style. So sure. yeah, we had a lot of fun. With and, that. And, and I guess it, it, I guess it, you know, it, it's a, you know, I, I attribute this to my age, and I don't mind saying it. Uh, <laughs> I've uh, completed, I have completed sixty-eight rotations around the sun, and so awesome. I am used to a little different style of rock and roll. But yeah, uh, you know, when, when I think of of, of goth, I, I think of, <laughs> forgive me, please. <laughs> I think of the, the, the parody that they did on uh, on the Big Bang Theory about goth. And, uh, you know, with these people that are just, oh, I'm so down, I want to slash my wrist. And, and I didn't get oh, any, anything like that <laughs> no, no, no. from this music. Not, <laughs> no. not at all. No, and that yeah, was well, one actually, of the reasons. When I, when I, yeah. That was yeah, one of the going. reasons that I got into uh, this music when I ran across uh, uh, both, uh, both groups and Don, is the fact that it is a a totally accessible music that is still goth in purity and style, but it's not a turnoff. It's not something that, uh, you know, you have to be weird to, <laughs> to get into. And it's, 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 it has a commercial appeal without being spoiled by being commercial. In other words, it, it's, it's not just formula music. And at the same time, it, I think it really advances uh, to a new level uh, the genre of goth music because it is goth rock. It is accessible. It's very musical and I, brings to mind one question I just have to ask you, Anne. Uh, you touched briefly on your background. Uh, now, are you at all uh, classically trained? I Well, you know what? I grew up in a house where both my uh, parents played in the symphony orchestra. They both played French horn. So all I ever heard was classical music. And I would sing along and I would imitate all the different instruments and all the different harmonies and then I would listen to sort of you know pop music and rock and so on and I was self-taught but when I was in my 20s I mean so I've been singing since I was four every day that's been my thing I've been obsessed studying and analyzing every kind of singer and every kind of music and style and instrument but when I was uh, in my 20s I thought you know I better make sure that I'm not singing incorrectly I don't want to hurt my vocal cords I want to be able to sing forever Sure. So I went and I found a fantastic teacher, and he had a style that I guess you could say it was a classical training kind of style, but really his techniques you can apply to any style, but for involved in the, the vocal exercises, if you will. So I guess you uh, could defin- say that, yes, at some point I was classically trained. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> but, definitely, uh, it definitely, definitely shows through. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah, shows through. And Don, I got to get you back in here before we run out of time and have to move on. Uh, you, you, I think you found the person you needed for this project. It, uh, Most definitely. It would, 
Yeah, it certainly would appear that way. And as I said, uh, the stars were in alignment or whatever it took because uh, you guys found each other at the at the right time. And I, I'm really, really psyched about this music. And I want you and Anne to know right now that uh, when you get some new music coming out and you're ready to release it, I'd love to have you come back. We'll be happy to release it on the show for you because uh, I'm I'm really excited about this and, and the fact that it is such a uh, what do I want to say? It, it's a great function of a music that is off uh, disregarded or even put down at times and uh, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great thing you're doing here. Uh, which well, thank would, you. I wish in the, uh, I don't know, we've got what, about a minute and a half, two minutes left for this segment. Uh, if you would, tell us about this next track we're going to play, because I know that our classical music listeners or people with uh, some classical training are going to be familiar with the roots of this. It's a, uh, it's a thing mm-hmm. called Flower Duet which is a uh, it's a famous duet for sopranos and mezzo sopranos from a uh, mm-hmm. from a writer from the 1800s Leo Delib and uh, an opera that he did as a matter of fact it's called Lachny and uh, no I am not that brilliant I did have to look that one up but uh, it was <laughs> first performed in Paris back in 1883 and this is an adaptation of that uh, famous duet which I guess has been done by a couple other artists too. Tell us a little bit about, well, about what you've done with this and how you created it. Well, our version of it is closer. Our version of it is closer to Yanni's version, and uh, what we all we did is rock it up. We added rock, the rock element to it, and it was uh, actually Gary, our producer, that helped with that one. Yeah, it was. I, see, I wasn't sure, Don, if it was your idea or Gary's or both, but. I think at some point I mentioned that I really loved that piece. It's, it was a beautiful piece, so I'm really glad that they decided to take that on. And they, it was, they basically prog rocked it up, if you will. And, uh, you know, the, the bonus for me is I didn't have to write any lyrics. <laughs> you just had to do all my Oz news and uh, la la la. And, uh, all you had to do was get into it. And it, it was and a lot it. of fun. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, it was so much fun. Because it, it, I, I, I've always loved that piece. It's one of my all time, like, top five operatic pieces, especially with the beautiful harmonies. So, yeah, it was a real thrill to do it. And I really love what they did. Uh, I am so, always yeah. enthused when uh, music that is popular in the in the sense that people like it and listen to it not just that it's pop genre but when it's popular music that can be rooted in something serious like classical music so here it is ladies and gentlemen this is flower duet
I just love to let the music fade after all those years in broadcast radio where, you know, you, you walk all over the intro and you do a commercial or something on the outro. I just love to sit and listen to the music and let it fade naturally. And this stuff that, uh, that uh, Don and Ann have done here is just, it, it, it's so impressive. I mean, it is to me, I can see looking back on this in 50 years or 100 years, I can see looking back on it as this is classical rock and roll. Seriously, not just what's been labeled classic rock, which oh, very, we, very, very we have nice discussed and very... banned in the past. But uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Don and Andy, well, we were just, have... we were discussing this during the during the song that this reminds me and 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 uh, correct me guys if if you think I'm wrong. Uh, but there was a group in the 70s called Focus, and they came out with an album oh, called yeah. Moving Waves. And, and I, I think it was might have been, I don't know, 1976 or 1977. And this flower duet really, really reminds me of something that could have been on that record. And, and I, I loved that record. I, I probably went through three copies of it before I finally settled down. I, just, I used to listen to that thing over and over again. Uh, of course, you know the um, uh, controlled substances of the time helped. But... <laughs> oh, time I'm with you on that. <laughs> now, you, Don, you told me I believe this was from your second album. Correct. Both songs were. Both songs, and that album was na- titled Transcend. 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 Okay, I want to be sure and emphasize that to our listeners. And while I'm doing that, uh, please. Uh, a rule we have here on the David Bowers Awards is that uh, self-promotion is highly encouraged. So uh, tell the folks how they can find you online, contact you, learn about your music and what you've got happening. Go ahead, Ann. Oh, well, you know, we're on Facebook kind of like everybody else. Uh, so if anybody wants to look us up as Dream Aria on Facebook, we have a very active, highly active page there, very interactive with all the fans and with our with us as well. Um, and also Reverb Nation uh, is a huge one. It's sort of connected with Facebook. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's, you know, about, I don't know, Don, how many people are on there now? Almost 300,000 fans or something on that one page. So uh, I, think we, I think we have about 230,000 fans. Oh, 230. Okay, I got ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so it, what's nice about that is the fans can interact with each other as well, fans of the band as well as with us, and they can ask you know where to find our music on either of those platforms. But also Fantastic. we're on iTunes uh, and, and uh, Spotify. Yeah, and also YouTube. So, I know you've got tracks on there. Uh, yeah, we don't have a ton of stuff on YouTube, uh, which we I guess I, I could work on that. But uh, definitely <laughs> Reverb Nation and and iTunes and Spotify. I think we're we're gaining a little bit more ground on Spotify now, and that's become a really popular place for music lovers. So well, there you yeah, go, listeners. Look for Dream Aria, A R I A, of course. We're going to move on to the second group, and with this one, we go a little bit uh, a little bit more goth. And the the group is called Within Gothic Towers. This particular track is named Daydreaming. Let's listen. Oh 
strumming your guitar I silently call out your name Seems as if you'd heard your eyes meet mine Our song begins la 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 Towers, and uh, we're going to have Don come back in here, if you would, please, and uh, talk to us a little bit about what you've done here, because the feeling I'm getting is kind of a uh, a cross between goth and something really uh, a little bit lighter, a little bit, uh, dare I say, more cheerful than just goth rock. Well, the whole album's not like that, but uh, that particular song is. Uh, it's actually qu- it's quite an interesting story that about this uh, whole within Gothic Towers, and that is about three months ago, Eric Simpson, a good friend of mine, also creator of this, uh, with myself, uh, came over to my house and said, "I got something for you to listen to," and he played me within Gothic Towers. It's something that we did thirty thirty five years ago, and I had forgotten about it totally. Oh gosh! Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow! And I'm going wow. I, yeah, I remember this now. And so I put it up on Reverb Nation just you know, about two months ago, and here we are today. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I think I flashed back when you said that. I'm thinking if I had, if I played a tape of what I did 35 years ago on the air, I, uh, I certainly wouldn't want to reproduce it and sell it today. But no, that's, that's amazing. And it, it really points up how the roots of, 
our lives and what we've done in the past can influence what we do in the future. That's uh, that's quite an amazing story there, a, a great anecdotal story to include there. Now, what what is your direction? And we're going to play another track, of course, uh, from the Within Gothic Towers. But uh, what what is your direction? Where are you going with the music from the, this group? What I remember, what I remember from thirty thirty five years ago when I thought about this whole project was that I was going to I was thinking about doing a, a very modern uh, musical something very modern and it's a musical and I was thinking of all the theatrics that could be applied with it that was in my mind when I was sat down and wrote it but uh, <laughs> it is a little bit gothic I, I agree with you on that the whole thing. Mm. I, I'm really catching the uh, the repetition of the uh, operatic or uh, musical theme uh, in, in, in your thoughts. And I'm getting the impression that you really might really seriously want to do a, uh, a stage musical. Mm-hmm. That's what was, that was in my mind 30, 35 years ago, if I remember correctly, uh, doing a whole stage of it. But now that Dream Ari is... is more pressing to me now than within Gothic Towers. I'd rather take Dream Aria to the next, you know, live and the same musical type of thing, back, you know, as opposed sure. to within Gothic Towers. But, yeah, for sure, within Gothic Towers. If we had spent maybe another six months on it, it maybe we would have gotten it further along. Uh-huh. It was really put together fairly quickly. You may never, you, you might never know. You might go back and decide, hey, I've got six months to kill. I, I might just actually work on this now. John Bon Jovial, you want to add something? Uh, yeah, just a question. Who's playing the guitar on that cut? That's Eric Simpson. Well, he's good. Yeah. He's really good. We've done the, a lot of different projects together in the past. Uh-huh. Well, the boy can pick. I mean, there's no question about that. He's really, he's pretty good. Yeah, I'm getting the impression that uh, I'm getting the impression that Don has a uh, a, a pretty good ear for talent because uh, uh, the musicians he's put together, Anne, who is uh, still with us, is a tremendously talented vocalist. Anne, give us your your view since since you're a part of the one group and a listener to the other group. Give us your your feelings. What you're feeling in the in the comparison of the two? Well, what I noticed right away is that his music from 30 years ago is timeless. I mean, it still sounds amazing today. It still fits in. You know, it's going to compete with any other bands out there right now. I really think that. Uh, and I also like, you know, again, he's got a fem- they've got a female vocalist, which I don't think I don't know if they've ever used just a solely a male vocalist, which I find interesting, but. You know, Eric was actually on that actually track, we have Anne right? on well, this song within this Gothic know, Towers. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. See, so I have to listen to more of it. I know I know right. Eric has sung on it, right? Right, but, uh, but there's but also like, another like, singer. Okay, yes. but what I what See? I do like is you know there are some bands that they just will not have a female singer in it. They just right. nope, nope. So that's what I like about Don and Gary. They're really open to having both. You know, not just a male singer, not just a female singer too, right? But also, and I'm really excited about gothic, the fact. Uh, yeah. I'm, 
I'm really excited about the fact that we've already turned on a new listener to this music who wants to go back and listen to some of the stuff from years past. So I consider the show a success right now. <laughs> and I agree. I agree with you, Anne, 100%. Uh, the music is yeah. timeless. And I think it that uh, I think that's what I was alluding to when I said that this is something that can be looked at back on 50 years from now, a century from now, oh, yeah. as classic rock and roll Mm -hmm. and uh don i hope you do get to do your uh i hope you do get to do your musical because uh from what i've heard here today and of course the other tracks that i got to listen to thank you very much for sharing uh i I think you've uh you've definitely got a direction you know what you're doing and you've got a uh, you've got an ear and a feel for timeless music that does uh, blend it, it doesn't necessarily cross genres. It it blends the genres and and brings them together. The classical, uh, the uh, a touch of operatic, and of course the rock. And uh, I, I'm really really impressed with what you've done. Uh, thank you. I'm all, I also have to give credit to to all the other musicians that have played on the albums, uh, including Anne, who's brilliant herself, and uh, everybody else that we've had along the way to contribute to these, to the different songs that we've done. Yeah, absolutely. You've got a, uh, you've got a really strong entourage backing you up there. And I think that goes back to uh, what I mentioned about the fact that uh, you have an ear for talent as well as an ear for the music. Uh, You've put together a great package. I have been fortunate enough to listen to some of the other tracks and I encourage my audience to go out and check out both of these groups within Gothic Towers and Dream Aria and listen to their music. It's, uh, it, it is something that uh, you want to get a copy and put in your uh, library. This is not something you'd go online and just listen to occasionally. This is something you're going to want to have in your library. And I thank you folks so much for coming by sharing your time and stories with us here and uh, your musical vision as well. I wish you all the very best and I hope you make this music heard around the world every chance you get, every place you can get them to play it because this is something that I think is uh, is very valuable uh, not only in today's music uh, but for years to come and I encourage you keep in touch with us. Please Love to have you come back on the show and share new music or whatever else you might have happening that, uh, you know, that you'd want to share with the rest of the world. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. You guys are Thanks awesome. for having us. <laughs> and thanks, absolute, <laughs> absolute great. pleasure. Really has. Real quick before you go, I have a page on Facebook, too. Actually, I have two or three of them, but uh, one is the David Bowers Awards. Use that page. It's up there for my guests on the show to post their their tour dates, uh, their play dates, their new music, anything you've got to do with your music that you want to spread to people. That's what the page is there for. Keep in touch with me. Let me know what's going on. I want to follow you, really, truly. Thank you again so much, ladies and gentlemen. Anne Burston, and Don Stagg. The groups are Within Gothic Towers and Dream Aria. This is Within Gothic Towers and a song called I Will Lead You.
Thank you. 
Within Gothic Towers is the name of the group. And we want to thank uh, Don Stagg and Ann Burston for being with us today and uh, and previewing both groups, both Within Gothic Towers and Dream Aria and uh, their wonderful creative music. Really a pleasure to have them with us and something that I think uh, I think you, the listeners, will uh, We'll get a pleasure out of listening to it maybe a second time, which you can do because our show is on demand 24-7. And we thank them for being with us. We thank you, our listeners, and we also thank Mary Perry in Rochester, New York, for underwriting the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. John Bon Jovial, I think that about wraps it up, which means it's time for you to take us home. Yeah, great show today. Interesting music and and interesting conversation with our guests. Well, folks, you've done it again. You've spent another perfectly good hour listening to the David Bowers Awards, and we're grateful for it, and we really appreciate it. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and is available for free on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, also you can find us on YouTube. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as all the other places where you get your favorite downloads of your podcasts. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook, and be sure to follow us again on Facebook and Twitter to keep up with the show and what's going on and uh, yak with the artists that are going to make it happen for us. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the folks that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick the Geek, our wonderful engineer, I am yours truly, the legendary (laughs) John Bon Jovial, saying, hey, we're going to see you right back here next week on the David Bowers Awards. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.